0: Greetings, this is Dominique with Season with Salt. I am happy to present to you episode 37. Uh, The audio is not as great, but I went live on Facebook and I was able to upload the audio from my Facebook video. So um, the information is still very good, and so I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, the nuances of traveling during and after a pandemic. So I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, if you find the information to be helpful, um, please do not uh, hesitate to share with others and again, um, certainly apologize for the audio quality. Um, But I pray that the information that is provided is very useful to you and outshines the quality. I want to talk very briefly about traveling during a pandemic. I know that some people believe that the pandemic has ended. And that we are uh, moving full stream ahead. We are not the pandemic i seen. I was watching one of the politicians on CNN said um, the following. He said, You might have left coronavirus alone, but coronavirus hasn't let you alone. I thought, ha ha, so true. Uh, But uh, a couple people have hit me up about traveling during the pandemic and what that is like and how you should be thinking about your travel. And I thought, you know what, I should say something about that. Um this is not going to be in order because I didn't have time to like organize it very well but I will be making a podcast um, episode out of this but so not everybody not one, a couple of lessons that I have learned not every place that you go is at the same stage with, with regard to um, response to coronavirus and so if you Um, the first thing that you want to do as you are planning, even if you're just driving somewhere, the first thing that you want to do as you are planning to go wherever you're going is to see what stage in the uh, reopening phase they are in. Um, Because um, that means a lot uh, with regard to your survival. Um, Early in the um, pandemic, or what have you, the coronavirus response, I went I went two weekends in a row from Sacramento to um, Sacramento to Palo Alto Sacramento was sort of entering like fully and strongly into phase two Palo Alto not so much um, it also happened to be the same time when um, the some of the major rioting um, and or looting and or uh, peaceful protesting and or curfew was taking place. My observations were as follows. Take your own cleaning supplies with you. Take your own cleaning supplies with you. Because you don't want to put yourself uh, in jeopardy or your health in jeopardy assuming that the places that you will go have made the proper um, uh, adjustment when it comes to cleaning. It's really important to know, even if you can find something like really quick that talks about how long um, the coronavirus stays on surfaces, it's really important to make sure that you um, have that understanding so you know what to bring, right? Um, I um, put in a little travel size kit, um, some bleach, I'm gonna be honest with y'all, um, and some other things that I might need to just wipe things down, hotel rooms, rental cars, stuff like that. They are saying that they are cleaning up well, but the the I had realized this because I got in a rental car and I had to see if I can fit in the rental car first before I just jump off and r- ride off. And so I thought, like, oh, I had gotten in, like, three rental cars, like, before I had decided which car I was going to take. And then I started thinking to myself, like, what if somebody else, what if, um, what if somebody else, um, was doing the same thing, right? So you have to be careful. Um, disinfectant spray is good as well. Um, if you're planning to stay at a hotel, you might call the hotel beforehand to ask them what precautions that they're taking. Um, there was one night um, during the pandemic that I was like really bored and needed to get away or we still the pandemic. But um, it was sort of in the early late stages of stage one in California, um, and um, I drove to um, a city that was about an hour away from my house. I made a reservation at a hotel, and I got there, and they were like, "Oh, you have to be an essential worker to stay here." I'm like, "But I drove all the way here, so um, I li- I went and I looked at the room, and it just did something about it. it didn't resonate with me, and so I ended up like canceling the room and like driving back home. Um, so you got to just be prepared, prepared to clean your own stuff. The airlines, if you're flying somewhere. Um, they are they're taking the necessary precautions. I actually was in a shuttle with some uh, flight attendants, and I was asking them questions about their own safety and precautions that the flights were taking. They're not going to—most uh, most flight most airlines are leaving the empty, the middle seat, open. Um, So you're not going to be sitting next to anybody uh, in particular, but it is good to like wipe down the seat for yourself because they were talking about all the precautions that they were taking with regard to wiping down seats. But I realized that when I went on the flight, it was a continuing flight. And so they had not asked everybody to leave the, 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 the. Uh, airplane, so that they could re-clean. They just assume that the cleaning that they did initially was sufficient. So you need to um, make sure that you're doing that. The other thing is, now this is the, I'm not an expert on this. I don't have all the details, but this in my preparation, I read that um, if you you're supposed to leave the vent open the entire flight because the vent has a. Um, filter um that assists with cleaning the air that's what i read and so i know sometimes we talk about like oh you know flights are just recycled air they're taking a lot of precautions um, uh, in that in that um, in that area Um, the other thing is if you're going to a different city or state or a different county you need to know what stage that they are in like i left a place I left one state that was in the middle of like a comfortably sitting in stage two um, to a city that is comfortably sitting in the middle of stage one, right? And so now that means something different because a lot of states are allowing certain counties based on their coronavirus numbers to open up in certain ways. So you might go to some place, like when I went to Palo Alto, you could walk into some places, but you couldn't use the bathroom. And I want to just note that is very that is a it's it's very very hard to travel when you don't when you don't know where you're going to use the bathroom. The restaurants will be open, but the bathrooms will not be um I had a challenge one time because I had to use the restroom, and the only place that was open was a gas station. Listen, I might as well have just pulled over somewhere because the gas station bathroom was so disgusting that it just felt like coronavirus was in the walls and on the air. So you need to, whatever uh, precautions that you can take, if you can take a bucket or something, you know, this sounds crazy, but um, if you can take a bucket or something or something that you can use the bathroom, especially if you're traveling with little children, um, take that to protect yourself. hit them doorknobs, take your own hand sanitizer with you. Uh, make sure that you're reading the labels around hand sanitizer because not all hand sanitizer is um, created equally. Um, don't go by the rules uh, that other people are setting. Um, you know, do set rules and standards for yourself with regard to your own health and safety because other people's, uh, other people are driven by, you know, money, and, um, uh, you know, making money and stuff like that. And so they, they might be willing to make money at your expense, and you have to be careful of that. Case in point, uh, you have um, Donald Trump um, going to, um, uh, to, trying to have this huge rally. Uh, Donald Trump's intention around making you feel like this country is safe and should reopen has everything to do with him being becoming reelected, right? And so I think that's important to know because like he understands that he cannot galvanize his troop, his base without having these large rallies, you know. And so he needs you to believe that everything is safe and everything is okay, and all you got to do is just go and live life. No, like you have to be careful. You know, you have to understand the intention of folks that are going around telling you what you can and can't do. Because if you are not careful, you'll be following somebody else's guidelines and end up with coronavirus. I'm looking at um, daily, the coronavirus numbers in, the, in Sacramento County, where I live, and steadily for the last, like, and some of you know this because I post this on my wall, steadily for the last month or two, even when we were in stage the earliest, early stages one, like we're averaging about 30 to 40 cases, new cases every day, and the weekends are even worse, right? As people are going back to work, um, as more things are opening up. Um, there are more precautions that are required and, you know, you can't trust your employer to, to protect you. you got to have your own standard for protection, et cetera. So, um, go knowing the state that your county is in, because you're going to have to eat, <laughs> like, you know, like you're going to have to get toiletries from the store if you need that. You might have to have, you might have to stay in a hotel or somewhere. Um, you might have to get cleaning supplies, right? Like you might have to go to the bathroom. Like there are a lot of different things that you're going to have to do as you are traveling and you want to ensure um, that you have everything that you need to protect yourself. And I will tell you that wet wipes and ha- hand sanitizer, and th- those things are of a premium now. And so th- there's a little bit of price gouging. Like, we we know that. We know we could get some of this stuff for cheaper. But it's really worth it, right? Like, because you have the opportunity to protect yourself. And so it's a couple of dollars, but it, it's also you know, you saying, this is this is one of the ways that I'm committed to my health. The other thing that I think is really important is if you are traveling is the building of your immune system. And when you are getting snacks and, and when you are preparing for your trip, like taking your vitamins, like up and up the vitamins, like eating salad, making good food to choices, because if you are eating poorly, right, If you are eating poorly, if you're not managing your immune system, even if it's just a common cold, especially if you have allergies or something like that, because a lot of folks, they have allergies and they're like, oh, it's not coronavirus, it's allergies, and they they feel like because it's allergies, they can sneeze all over you. And it's just like, no, don't don't sneeze on me. Like, a sneeze is a sneeze no matter what the uh, genesis of the sneeze is. Don't sneeze on people. Um, people um, are also not washing their hands because the the, the the sort of beginning of the movement when it was like wash your hands wash your hands wash your hands wash your hands and everybody was going to wash their hands and now that has like definitely died down I know that because I've touched some sticky stuff I'm like how does this get sticky if people have been washing their hands um, the things that people don't tend to wipe down because they are not paying attention doorknobs you know if you are going to a hotel um, so I went to a hotel and I stayed in the hotel. The hotel was not offering room service. Um, so they're not offering any food service or any cleaning service throughout the stay. And so I had to go um, to the front desk to get cleaning supplies and extra towels, and I had to put my trash outside the door so that they could pick it up. I had to do all these necessary things, but there were some interactions that I was having with the hotel that even though they weren't cleaning my room, like I needed to sanitize my hands um, as well, if you are looking what 's up, Brother charter um, if you 're looking for like hotels to stay in around this time, not a lot of them have opened up, but they 're slowly opening up. One thing that I strongly recommend is um, even if, if you can find a nice like three star hotel here i 'm a four star kind of guy, but three star hotels and certain brands tend to have washer and dryers in the in the, uh, hotel. Um, and that has been very helpful to me because when I was at home, especially in the middle of the pandemic, like I was abiding by that. If I go outside, I have to come in, I have to strip my clothes. I have to put those clothes white, right. Um, in the washing machine. When I gone to a different place that is in a different, um, um, in a different phase of reopening like they're still struggling with the with 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 the same with, with some of the same issues that we were having early on with transmission and so um, I've been going to a lot of parks and sitting on a lot of benches and I know that coronavirus doesn't live as long on certain surfaces but like it's still important to like not to if you were doing this before, old folks didn't do this I don't know if this is a young folks thing or not but like you're not, you shouldn't be, like, coming home from outside and just jumping or sitting on your bed. Like, even your couch, for that matter, but definitely not your bed where you spend a lot of time. Like, change your clothes before you sit on your bed, um, especially if you are traveling or if you're staying in a hotel and there's nobody to clean the room, can't just easily change the sheets. You want to be sure that, you know, put a change of clothes by the door so that as soon as you get back to your room, um, you can change clothes. The other thing is is that you need to take your wet wipes with you because i've been noticing that like i haven 't seen nobody wiping down no elevator buttons or any of that, and so it 's my responsibility to do that if i 'm staying somewhere. Um, if you are staying at somebody else 's house, do not assume that they have the same cleaning. Um, strategy that you have Um, do not assume that they um, have been cleaning up or that they have the same practices Um, carry into your own practice if you don't want to be disrespectful but you want to wash some stuff just say hey I appreciate you letting me stay I'm going to go by and pick up some laundry detergent and I'm just going to wash my stuff if that's okay with you if they're sensitive around the usage of water then hey you know have that conversation I find you a laundry mat or something if it's open but um yeah, I think um, the one thing that I also did was I read everything in the hotel. So anything that they had on the walls about how they were cleaning or how they were preparing or any services that were available to me um, to do my own cleaning. But I wanted to make sure that I was cognizant of what those things were um, so that I could take advantage of the services for that, that, that they have provided. Um, I stayed in another hotel that had a different strategy, and they and somebody did knock on my door, um, asking if I wanted to have my room cleaned. And I was like, no, like I wanted to clean, but I just didn't like the way the valet looked. And it wasn't about her race or ethnicity or gender or anything like that. She just didn't look clean to me, so I didn't want her in my room. Um, But I ended up really needing, um, I didn't want to go, I just ended up changing rooms anyway. And then I cleaned up my own cleaning regimen in my new room, which was very important. So anyway, um, planning to take a trip is not the same as it used to be. It will not be the same as it used to be. Um, And it's really important that... Um, you take the necessary precautions as you are planning. Um, I think that we're gonna see like a lot of. Oh, um, well, one other thing too. I was staying in a in a hotel and they had a hotel dog. Now I was very disappointed in this because I'm like, okay, this is a four or five star hotel, and they have like a dog wandering around the lobby. It concerned me, but I didn't say anything until. I seen that the dog had like jumped on the the, like the fancy couch in the lounge area and I went to the front desk and I was like, you know, I don't know what your I don't know like what your perspectives are on the cleanliness of dogs and all this kind of stuff. And I know this is probably a house dog because the dog was there every day that I stayed there. But it was it's, the cleanliness is concerning me, and I haven't seen anybody cleaning. Like, you know, is can you guys contain the dog to a certain area so that people with allergies and other things who are probably going to sneeze when they come in contact with this dog aren't bothered, and they didn't like that, you know? <laughs> they were kind of looking at me funny, telling me that it was the GM's dog or something like that. One lady went as far to tell me, it was like, oh, well, you know, the such-and-such such hotel is closed and the GM is over here because we're all working here. And it's, it's just a part of our culture that the dog is here. And I said, but it's also part of your culture that customers are here. So, um, you, if you lose that dog, customers will still come. If you lose a customer, you're in trouble. So, you need to figure out, like, how to, where to, where to put your dog, Um, so, anyway, for me, and it might be my bias, but, and it might just be I have overread around cleanliness and dogs, especially in the pandemic, but I carry this bias in my head that dogs were not clean. And the way that the dog didn't look dirty, but I just had some concerns about the dog being on all the couches in the hotel lobby. Like, especially the, the way that this hotel was set up. Um, I, um... Um, during the pandemic, um, attempted to stay in an Airbnb. Um, I, res- I got to the Airbnb. I had some unpleasant interactions that I won't spend the time talking about on this um, podcast or this uh, live today. But I noticed that like, I was not as comfortable with my perspective on whether the Airbnb was clean um, like based on my, the, the comfort that I felt in the hotel. Um, and there was no the, the, the person that was renting through Airbnb, like they had no additional information about how they cleaned differently or anything. And so, like stains on the wall or like a soiled couch or something like that, just means a little bit means a little bit differently, like when you're in the middle of a pandemic. And so, um, I actually canceled um, for that reason and some other reasons because I felt like you know, this is a season of cleanliness and I don't want to be uncomfortable, so that I think if you're traveling and you're staying in an Airbnb, um, it's really important um, to check the profile of the, of the space that you're going to rent, like don't be afraid to send the host a message saying, hey, how are you cleaning? Especially if you have somebody checking out at 11 and I'm checking in at 3. Like, how are you cleaning? How thoroughly are you cleaning? Who is doing the cleaning? Is it a professional service? Is it you? Um, Ask those questions because that matters. Like it's the hotels, um, many of them, um, when I went to Palo Alto, I stayed at a Sheraton. Um, And I'll tell you that um, the, the, the strategy that they had was, first of all, you couldn't go in without a mask, which I respected, and then they gave you a mask if you did not have one. Um, when I'm telling you what they explained to me, because this is not what's happening at an Airbnb. When you, um, so they, if they rent a room, then they would not clean that room for one whole day after the person left. So let's say I went in on the fifteenth and I checked out on the 16th. They would not go into that room until at least 24 hours after I checked out to clean the room. Then the room would not be available for them um, to put a new person in for another 24 hours. So um, when I checked into the Sheraton in Palo Alto, um, I, I, I could tell that nobody had been in the room um, and that it had been cleaned because it smelled like Because some hotel rooms smell like hotel rooms. I need my hotel room in this season to smell like cleaning, right? Um, I could tell that somebody had cleaned them, that they were not using the normal stuff that they always use. However, I still did my own cleaning. Like, I did not assume that the hotel, just because they hadn't been in there for 24 hours, they had cleaned. But then... The fact that this Sheraton, um, which which is a Marriott property, like has such clear and concise um, uh, communication around how they did rooms, when I thought about staying in an Airbnb and I realized that I was trying to figure out, like, okay, how could they have cleaned this room that quick? And it looks like they did a real quick job. And I'm not as much concerned about surfaces. I'm concerned about stuff that you cannot clean as a person staying in a room. Like, I can't mop the floor. I don't know where the mop is. Um, And I shouldn't have to do that. But then I have to be concerned about who's touching the mop. Um, And so there are a lot of different things. I don't know if I would stay in another Airbnb without there being adequate information about how the unit was cleaned, when it was cleaned, who cleaned it, and when the last time a person was in the unit. Those are important to me. And you have to use the tool in the um, you have to use the tool in the um, Airbnb system to contact the host before you book. Because the hosts are likely trying to make money because they haven't made money during the pandemic. They pro- they, they don't have to care about your safety and your cleanliness. And for the most part, the hosts probably haven't even been to the location because there's no reason to go because they have a cleaner that goes um, for them. So, um, the the one um, Airbnb that I did stay at, they did have like a cleaning checklist, but I, it was like a, wipe down the counters, wipe down the door. And it was like a very like, surface level, like, here's what we clean. I want to know you spray the air or something. So, anyway, um, the other thing is, is that sometimes if they have cleaning supplies, because you do need to have some like in the airbnb like sometimes they do put that in the um, in the description of the unit that they have cleaning supplies and stuff that you can use because the worst thing is is that you you're staying somewhere for a long period of time and then you get there and then you realize that you need to clean up some stuff to be more comfortable and then you got to go go to the store or something like that so those are just the things that um, i think are important as a person that has bit the bullet and um taken some um risk in traveling during the pandemic for essential purposes um i want to encourage you all if you're watching to share this with other people and um, have a blessed and safe day and i believe that these um this admonition around travel is going to be useful and helpful not just um, for like the next 30 days but I think for the rest of the year as people are trying to establish like travel and trying to think about like what they'll do Uh, me in particular I looked at my Southwest and I have like $2,000 worth of travel credits and so um, I um, was like wow this is crazy. Um, yeah. So, anyway, uh, I appreciate travel dollars. appreciate you all, and have a blessed and wonderful and safe day and weekend, because it's almost the weekend. And, um,